When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that puts the dick in. <laughs> <laughs> assuming my viagra's working that day i'm mike johnson assuming my butthole's working that day i'm kyle getz we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and today who today putting the ass in astrology here putting we go the, oh well, the analogy <laughs> i don't know well and hopefully people don't put the troll in astrology oh. because we fuck shit up but we'll put the e in astrology um it's we're gonna th- this is a very queer topic that y'all voted on or gap Richards voted on yeah and i'm very excited to talk about it i'm great. very excited to break this down great excellent yeah excellent but first but first yeah you have a, 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 oh, a correction yo on our episode about partners we talked about various uses why why we like it and don't like it why you know challenges pros cons servings and helpings of partners and a very obvious thing we didn't even mention is that non-binary people may use the term partner because you know husband wife doesn't work so that was a that was the thing we missed so thanks for sending that in y'all yeah i guess partner works better than person friend like there's boyfriend and girlfriend and (laughs) you're the only person i've ever heard say that phrase yes yeah i love when lizzo did her tiny desk concert for npr and uh, she's talking about fuck boys and it's like fuck him fuck her fuck they that's <laughs> so inclusive yeah. <laughs> yeah fuck binary people too yeah. if we're gonna go ahead and um yeah okay now the news shut your mouth hole it's time for your ear holes news 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 the first nba brooklyn nets player cam thomas boy okay kyle stay in it listen pay attention okay is last thursday night got fined $40,000 by the National Basketball Association for saying no homo. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's the most expensive no homo that's ever existed probably, right? Yeah. What was the, do you know the context? Uh, Thomas and Spencer Dinwiddie, which that's a made up name, yeah. uh, were just acquired by the Nets in, in a trade with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they were being interviewed by Jared Greenberg of TNT after the game at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. This is all according to ESPN, which no, I did not read. Um, <laughs> but uh, after the trade, Dinwiddie had said the Nets may not have gotten the best players. They got the best looking. He added, quote, and the Nets needed some help in that department. So then the interviewer asked Thomas about that remark. And he said, quote, we already had good looking guys. No homo. Mm. Mm. God, I fucking, I, I, hey, everyone, don't say no homo, but it's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> like, I don't, just no, it's always like, hey, they're hot dudes. No, not a faggot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I commented on another man's physical appearance, but hey, not gay. Just have to remind you of that fact. It's, it's, it always just does nothing but reinforce that the idea of that what they said is a little gay. Yeah. Like, it, Yep. I, I, that would have been fine if a adult, a straight adult man said another straight adult man is attractive. Like that you're allowed to do that. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. You, people find people attractive and they're not sexually going to suck their dick. Yeah, like, exactly. Yep. Exactly right. Exactly right. He quickly tweeted an apology saying, quote, 
I want to apologize for the insensitive word I used in the post-game interview. I was excited about the win and was being playful. I definitely didn't intend to offend anyone, but realized that I probably did. My apologies again. Much love. No homo. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> um, I, sometimes the... That was, a, that was a perfectly decent apology. He was direct about it. He said sorry. Um, usually it includes some kind of like what I'm going to do differently or something, but that's fine. Like, but I always think that sometimes it's revealing, like I was just intending to be playful. That is supposed to, he was including that as like a, Hey, just like this was my intent. And I think that's part of the problem is my intent was, I thought this was a playful thing that I was just joking around about. And that's part of the problem is not realizing the gravity uh, and so many things that are just casual homophobia feel playful to people. Yep. Yep. Sure. I'm with you. Your voice says that you're not totally with me. That's no, okay. No, no, no. I, I, I absolutely am. I, I, I think there's, there's also, I wish that we didn't have to speak in such binary terms when it came to language, because I firmly believe that intent matters. Mm -hmm. And while that intent playing around, I agree with your criticism of it. It is not as bad as being overtly and intentionally offensively, homophobic which is a thing that straight guys do all the time it feels like like that's a worse offense and it's okay to say so you know uh, it's interesting because in your criticism of the binary nature you were binary and which one is worse i think each have different challenges the challenge uh, yeah of course overt homophobia is bad i i think a different challenge when it comes to oh, i was just being playful oh it was like casual homophobia is the fact that people don't realize it that the casualness of it the fact that they're not aware that their intent their intent isn't bad and it just slips out that's a different challenge that we need to address that that people need to realize and understand and wake up to those things do have impact and you need to know that and it's 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 less obvious it's less in your face it's less we can easily write this off as horrible you know yeah. and i think that so that's a, just a different challenge that comes along with it i appreciate that pushback uh lots of other nba <sighs> players have been fined over the years for using homophobic language um including the late kobe bryant which i you know people love him but apparently he was fined once for huh. saying gay shit. $40,000, though. Even I'm like, is that? I guess high fines for people that make high income. I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, news the second. Yeah. Did you watch the Grammys? No. I just looked at Instagram posts about it later. Yeah. Well, Sam Smith and Kim Petras made history at the 2023 Grammys with their win for best pop duo slash group performance. But, of course, a lot of conservative viewers were real mad about their performance mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. so there was uh it was a quote horror movie inspired performance but uh sam smith wore a, a, a red shiny top hat with devil horns coming out of it and then petrus uh, was in a cage and a bunch of dominatrixes dominatrices dominatrixes <laughs> i like dominatrices dominatrices i like that and red latex were dancing around of course, uh, then, you know, conservative Christian folks said, you know, it's demonic and they're literally worshiping the devil on the screen. And, you know, just, I just, yeah. I love free speech unless it's offensive to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly right. Someone on Twitter said, quote, satanic as you want to be. Sam Smith at the Grammys, sponsored probably by the devil himself. Pfizer? Because... Uh, on lots of distribution channels, uh, that performance was immediately followed up by a Pfizer commercial. And of course, <laughs> like all of the Q the QAnon, like ridiculous folks were like, 
there's got to be a connection. They're always looking for a fucking connection. Yeah. Like, like some secret, like just, oh yeah. God, everybody think about your conspiracy theories that you have and just think about the sheer number of people that would have to be complicit to keep it a secret and actually then still pull it off. Because if that number of people is more than about four, you are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one's that good at keeping a secret yeah. when it, yeah. Anyway, uh, and then apparently similar things. There's push pushback from their performance at the Brit Awards, which just happened here a couple of nights ago. Uh, he's wearing like a sleeveless leather harness. They're wearing? Is it Sam Smith? There, yep, 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 yep. You're right. And uh, it, it, I didn't see that look. Latex vest, bondage straps, chains, and leather trousers. And uh, Kim Petras slid out from underneath a car wearing black overalls and psychedelic black eye makeup. I wonder what people's response was when Rihanna did the song SNM. I think people are more angry when queer people do it than when straight people do the same thing. I wonder, Rihanna got, had to have some performances where she did something SNM-y. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder what, I, I don't remember enough to remember if there's outrage against that song. Against Yeah, yeah I'm sure there was. I'm sure But also like, was like less so, because she's yeah. cisette, right? So yeah, yeah. like, um, and then, and then last, I love, I love this. We, <laughs> the Church of Satan really <laughs> released a statement saying that uh, that unholy performance was meh. <laughs> damn shade from the demonic temple of demons said uh said uh, uh uh david harris a magister of the church of satan said he thought smith and petrus's performance was quote all right and nothing particularly special <laughs> uh uh all of that was like tongue-in-cheek but saying like it's that's not that's not devil worship because I do that and that's not what we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, news of the last. Great. This video game thing, Kyle. What video game thing? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh. One of the most anticipated video game releases of all time is, of course, now a hotbed of controversy because of the well-documented turf transphobic creator, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. My whole thing is well, okay. So first of all, it, it's uh, it's it's coming out or, or came out last week, and it, it is on PlayStation Five, PC, Xbox, all all the places. And I mean, yeah, it's it's in the Harry Potter universe, and there's a whole bunch of you know people who are super attached to that, and a lot of straight people that have no idea that what they're what they're you know participating in has any sort of controversy behind it because yeah. you know trans issues aren't nearly as widespread as us on our show kyle mm -hmm. anyway mm -hmm. yeah so 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 i i think um i i'm nervous now i'm being i mean i'm being careful because like there are people in my life gay people queer people in my life who are like i'm gonna buy it and play it mm. and that's okay mm. and i don't think it's okay but I did suggest on our Discord server, maybe just like there's a, like carbon offsets. Like you can you can pay more for a plane ticket as a carbon offset, <laughs> right? Like what if you did a turf offset and like it's okay to buy and play that game, but then also give $20 to a trans charity. Ooh, I love that. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like match match whatever you spent on it or double it or something to, I, I love that. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to me, it's like so well documented. It's in the realm of Chick Fil A, kind of now. Like, mm. uh, and can I want to push back on oh, that? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Chick Fil A is literally giving liquid cash money 
to documented organizations who are pro-conversion therapy yeah. and are killing children. Yeah. JK Rowling is just a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is a little bit more indirect when it comes to the Harry Potter universe. Well, she ma- she makes surely she makes money off of that and that helps fuel her continued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good call. And uh, yeah, I just I I don't think people should buy it. I don't think people should continue. The more you continue to support, support those things, the franchise continues. She's stays relevant. She gets to spout her turf nonsense. So I think, especially when you're, and also like listening to the people that it impacts so many trans people I see on like Twitter and stuff are like very vocal, like, no, don't buy this. You're active. Like this is actually hurting our community. And I think people are taking it far too lightly. Yep. Well, and there's also now a, like a new uh, controversy. That's a strong oh. word, but but uh, apparently they've added the ability for you to play a trans character when you do character creation in the game. And there's at least one uh, major trans character in the story. Unfortunately, her name is Sir Rona, and <laughs> um, people are making fun of that. But uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, too little, too late, and that's just pandering and, like, throw the queer community a couple of bones does not make up for J.K. Rowling and and her fucking horse shit. So I also hear fairly often people who are being apologists uh, for the whole thing and they don't realize it maybe, but hundreds of people worked on that game and if you don't buy it, then you're hurting their careers or you're spitting in the face of all of their hard work. Mm. And I, I reject that. Mm. I, I reject that outright as, as a justification. Like they made their money. They work there. They've been paid already. Mm. Th- like they're fine. Yeah. Buying or not buying this game is going to affect the publisher's bottom line. Not all of those people that you're claiming to support by buying this game. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree with you for sure. That's what I think the, the cases where I give exception is for queer people dealing with depression. There are so few, sometimes you're in a place where so few things bring any kind of happiness or joy. And, and it's not just me, you know, queer people are more affected by things like depression. If you find joy, if you're struggling or you find so much joy in this, that this is a thing that helps to keep on holding on because you love the Harry Potter universe and you love playing this game. If this brings a queer person that much, if it's that important and personal to you and you need it, that to me is the exception. Like mm. you care about yourself first, care mm. about mm. your own happiness, surviving things you're going through, whatever. That's your number one. And I would rather have you do that than make a political stance that harms you personally. Yeah. That to me is the one big asterisk on any kind of like ban or political or boycott or thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's the news. Um, well, speaking of other people I'm never going to boycott, it's our following Patreon members. Yay. Thank you to Randall Damarin. Damarin? Damarin. Damarin. Damarin sounds like a medication I have to ask the grocery store person to come get because it's behind a locked case. Dominatrices? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that dominatrice, please. Um, and Christopher Shin. There are two in. Shinana. Shinana. Uh, thank you so much. If you want bonus episodes, content to join Patreon Happy Hours to support us, uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash gayishpodcast. This episode was voted on by our gap bridgers our highest tier and the uh the the second episode the bonus episode for this month is going to be chocolate which overwhelmingly that was the second choice for people so 
Um, if you want to hear us talk about chocolate, that's the bonus episode this month. Yeah. Also, we're so close to having like enough money to do a tour. Yeah. Please join. Beep, beep, beep. Do it. Do you want to talk about astrology? Let's talk about astrology. Talk and call it astrology. That's a deep Britney Spears cut. Okay. Okay. I'm going to talk about the history of astrology, but first I just want to know, how do you feel about astrology, Kyle? Boy, this is going to be the, this is the (laughs) challenge of this episode, right? This is the whole challenge of us doing this episode. Yeah. Look, it's not real and you're stupid, but I love you. (laughs) That's going to be, that's the premise in, in this, in this paper, I will explain to you why you're both stupid and I care about you. It's, you know, it's, it's very queer. You think of, particularly you think of lesbians when you think of astrology, but, but also it's, it's a very queer thing. I have some gate I'll get to later to tell you how queer, but okay, it's just, to me, it actually, it fall. It's, it's very interesting because to me, it falls under the category of religion, a thing people have invented to help themselves. I, I, we have not yet weaponized astrology against, you know, entire swaths of human beings that I know of. So like, you know, obviously not the same, but it's just, but at least in theory that that's the category this goes under is religion. So that, that's why I'm like, I don't know, but, but I've, but it's, it's weird. Cause my more liberal friends, my less religious friends are also the ones that care about this shit and crystals and, you yep. know, witchy stuff. So it's just a weird, it to me, it's like a weird, interesting dynamic that I don't understand why different groups of people are into different things. Yep. I'm with you. So that's where I'm at. What about you? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, I mean, I, I think so, so uh, me being me, I want to make sure that when, when we're talking about astrology, that we're we're crystal clear about what we're talking about and by extension, what we're not talking about. Like okay. you mentioned a lot of like crystal stuff and like spells yeah. and, you know, witchy things that is, uh, is not astrology, at mm. least as, yes. as, as much as. Yes. As, and and it's but it's the same people that like astrology also are into some other these other things. Right. It's in this cluster of shit that tends to go together. Right. Mm-hmm. Also like yoga for some like in that, in that like zone. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, astrology specifically it comes from the Latin word astrologia, which is uh, from the Greek astron, which means star, and logia, meaning study of or writing about. So it's it's the study of the stars. Logia is a cool name. That Lo- should logia? that should be like a cool if yeah yeah. Logia.com. Oh, oh. Logia.org. Find your next astrology match. Okay, so it's 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 the study of the movement of the stars and planets move differently than stars, so that's how the planets get involved in astrology. And it's important to note that every single human culture in the history of humanity has had some kind of fascination or attention or paid like credence to what's happening in their observations of the stars. And a lot of that is especially due to agriculture but even pre-agricultural mm. societies did but a lot of it is related to like you can tell what time of year it is by looking up and seeing the stars and and utilizing the calendar yeah fun fact you can also tell what time of day it is to see if you see stars or not yeah is it night is it nighttime maybe um, you are you kind of skipped over you're defining it maybe still so you can get back to this but you kind yeah. of skipped over your opinions of it here's where i'm going okay with this. First, uh, first, I'm fascinated by it. I love me some systems. I love me some like arcane, like it has to be done properly. Like my engineering brain is really attracted to a lot of this stuff because there is, there is consistent physical truth that can be 
looked at on an astrological chart, right? Like so much of it really is, it's not just like I came up with a bunch of r random shit. The random shit is in the meaning that's ascribed to it, but it really does carefully track like where shit is in the sky and where mm -hmm. it's going and how it gets there. And it's predictive. We know because of all of this stuff, like you'll be able to see Venus in the South on November 8th or whatever. Like that's a, uh, that that's that's real and true yeah mercury really does go into retrograde yeah exactly it, it does it doesn't make your laptop stop working but it, <laughs> like it, uh, uh and also i think some of it is real in as much as different things happen at different times of the year and uh there is there is an impact right like like uh kids that are born in whatever month are measurably better at hockey, mm. right? Like there, there are, there are some subtle, not slam dunks, but there are some things that are impacted by the time of year that you were born. Um, or things like when you should plant your crops and when you should harvest them and when you should burn it all down. But whatever. isn't this all correlation? Right. This is not causation. I so, agree. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. Well, no, it is causation for like the hockey thing mm -hmm. um, because they just get uh, th uh, it's it's about how old they are when they start yeah. uh, in in the in the league had they been born at a like the cause of that difference in ability is the month that you were born right in. not the stars though that's right right, right. Sure, sure 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 but then lastly i also think even if i 100% think that the whole thing is bullshit and I'm about 95% the whole thing is bullshit. <laughs> we know from psychology that the placebo effect works even if you know it's a placebo. I can say, these pills that I'm giving you are made out of sugar. There's no medicine in them whatever, whatsoever, but they will make your headache feel better. That can work. Mm -hmm. So I think that if people are deriving comfort if people are deriving a deeper understanding of themselves, if they're developing empathy for their fellow humans based on this absolute cacophony of horse shit, great. Yeah. Like, I don't want to shit on it. Like, I, I, I there's, there is likely some justifiable value to it. Yeah. That's, I've, I've gotten better at that piece of, in spite of everything that I said and believe, I'm like, I, like, in, rather than making fun of, shitting on, uh, I'm going to uh, on a podcast, I'm going to shit on you because like I get to talk about my feelings and opinions, but when I'm actually talking to another person, my friends that care about this, I think I've gotten better over times instead of scoffing or like being like, Oh, that dumb thing. Like mm. we're making jokes about it. I'm more open to like, I want to hear your perspective and what it means to you and what you care about. And I will go with you and support you just like, you know, and if everyone should be able to do anything that I think it, what it comes down to is like, you get to do things that don't hurt other people that are your choice. Like that, that it actually in that way does tie into gay shit. It's like yeah. you, you get, if you love astrology, you do that. That hurts no one. That's your own thing. Your passion. You believe it. You like go for it. Whatever a person does with the stars in the privacy of their own bedroom <laughs> between consenting <laughs> constellations is we have yeah. to be on board with that. Yeah. 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 yeah so, so some form of, uh, of, of astrology has been around uh, since at least the second millennium BCE. What happened in the first millennium? Right. Well, that came after. Oh, fuck. What happened? <laughs> what happened third millennium? I love it. But also, it's important to note that until quite recently, it was considered science. 
Mm. Right? Like, we have to go all the way up to, like, the 17th century, Hmm. 18th century, before people start realizing that, oh, no, this is actually bullshit. Oh, no. So, in a way, being skeptical of the whole thing just means that we're modern. Like, Which is weird because the new age thing feels like to believe in it. Like, it's it's weird how things can change and be the opposite in different yeah yep so academic and theoretical study of astrology per se uh uh ended in in roughly the 19th century um per se is such an academic diss great. i love that that was so mean but casually <laughs> <laughs> uh but the 1960s apparently i'm i'm gonna blame acid oh. uh in the 1960s it started really coming back and has basically been here to stay since yeah. since, since then all of us to say, uh, I'm now going to surprise you with a quiz, a pop quiz, Kyle. Fuck, do I have to have listened? Y- and, uh, yep. Oh, no, man. No, no, no. You don't have to have listened. Okay. Whew. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I, what I want you to do is do the thing where you just like the first thing that comes to your mind is what I want you to yell out. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say a sign. You tell me what it is. Bros. Wait. Uh, are we doing, are we playing it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aries. Uh, me. Yes. I am, I'm that. I'm not. Ari- That's me. It's Aries the Kyle. Okay, Taurus. Um, uh, uh, mean. Okay. I, I'm I'm doing this to describe what they what these. People I like are that really. better actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I was I was more wanting you to say Aries the Ram, Taurus the Bull. Oh, uh, but... I was supposed to guess the actual things. <laughs> Fuck, they're mean. So they're they're uh they're 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 uh, angry turtles. <laughs> Great. Great. Gemini. Uh, they're that's a pop band, and so they're fun and upbeat. Yep, Gemini's twin from Saturday Night Live. It's no, a- there's like the Gemini, or is that like an animate? It doesn't matter. Okay, Cancer. Um, <laughs> Here comes a Cancer joke, everybody. No, no, I like you just said to say the first thing that came into my mind, and I'm not going to do that with it. I'm going to take a hard uh, pass on this one. I think my dad's a Cancer. Um, my dad's um, uh, pretty cool. Great. So the it's pretty cool as represented by my dad's face. That's the mascot of cancer. Cancer the crab. Uh, Leo. Um, uh, that's got to be a hot dude. That's got to be the hot dude from uh, Charmed. He's the he's the thing that represents them. <laughs> yep. And so I'm gonna say magical. Great, Leo the lion. Uh, Virgo. Um, it's represented by the chicken. And they're just they're just confused. Virgo the Virgin, a virgin maiden specifically. Oh, I was gonna say virgin, then I was like, that's stupid. That's a dumb word association that I just okay. Uh, Libra. Um, they're, they're free cause they're Libra. They're free and they're represented by the freest animal I can think of. Um, butterflies. Great. The scales. They are a set of scales. Uh, Scorpio. Um, Scorpion. Got one right. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. And that, and, <laughs> and like what you think of as scorpions, they're sweet. Yeah. We're water signs, which is weird. Uh, Sagittarius. Uh, Sagittarius, more like Sagittarius. Um, they're represented by a pile of poop. <laughs> a centaur or archer. It says either a, shooting a bow and arrow. It's either a centaur or a human shooting a bow and arrow. I guess whenever you see the upper half of someone, you never like all those paintings of like the upper half. You, don't, you know. don't know if they're a centaur down below. You don't know what kind of horse dick is happening yeah. below the, 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 the frame. Uh, Capricorn. Uh, Capricorn. They're represented by a sugar cube, and they're um, they are forgetful. Mountain goats. Yeah. Uh, Mountain goats, I bet, like sugar cubes. Or sea goats. Um, the Babylonians thought that it was a goat fish. Uh, uh, Aquarius. Um, uh, uh, aqua marine. They're represented by the band Aqua. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're blue. No, that's Eiffel 65. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's fine. Okay. Barbie world. 
Uh, I'm a Barbie girl. Yeah. That's uh, Pisces. Um, Pisces, they're uh, interestingly represented by a different, better chicken. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Although also uh, edible, so maybe I'll give you partial credit for that one. You got 1.3 <laughs> out of 12, correct? You know, that's uh, about on par as what I would think I would do. <laughs> okay. And I pass some judgment on people, which is what astrology is all about. That's absolutely true. 100%. So, th- I mean, that's that's all of the signs and what they are. But uh, that goes back to at least Babylonian times. Um, oh. the, the same uh, constellations that are in the sky were associated with the same times of year and had roughly the same meaning. Some exceptions. Aries uh, in Babylonian times wasn't the, wasn't the ram, but was like a farm worker. Hmm. That's, uh, since Aries is me, I don't care about either ram. Well, ram my ass. That's fun. Okay, I like the current one better then. Cancer the crab was actually it was a crayfish, uh, which close enough. I see why that morphed over time. Mm-hmm. Like they're basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, Sagittarius was a soldier, not an archer or a centaur. Uh, I already mentioned Capricorn was a goatfish in Babylonian times. Aquarius was a pitcher. P- um, pitcher. Pitcher, like a pitcher of water. Huh. And that's uh, boring. <laughs> But yeah, m- most of them. All of the, if I didn't mention it, they, it's been the same since Babylonian times, hmm. and um, I, I, I just think that's that's interesting. That doesn't necessarily lend any credence to the the fuckitude, but um, I mean, this is one of those things where just because it has existed a long time, we talk about this on traditions. Like it doesn't that, mean it's good. <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean there's more value in than in new things. That's one of these fallacies that we think. Of like, you know, yeah, just because it's old doesn't mean it's good. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Sorry, Joe Biden. That's my history-ish of, of astrology. Um, you want to talk about lesbians? I, well, a little bit. <laughs> well, why don't we, I mean, we mentioned it. I'm, I'm an Aries. I wrote down, you're a Scorpio? Scorpio. Okay. Yeah. Do you, um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about our own. Well, do you, Gayish, the show Gayish is also an Aries. Oh my God. That's right. Because it's right about my birthday that we started it. Yep. Um, do you... We're going to talk a little bit more about our signs like later in the episode and more on Patreon too. We're going to actually like read some of the signs. So, okay. Uh, do, but do you relate to, I've had. You no, know, Scorpios two- are supposed to be horny freaks. And I like that. I wish I had more Scorpio mm. energy yeah. in my life. <laughs> you, you want a little Scorpio in you? Yes. Um, and I'm like a triple Scorpio or a double Scorpio or some shit. Like I, I'd have to look that part up. I might be lying to you, but. I did um, my, my, I'm an Aries. My, did you look up your rising or your moon sign? No, I can do that uh, while we're while we're sitting here because um, you're going to talk about no. Oh what's, yeah, yeah, what's your, yeah. Your, your, no, you don't. No, this is my part now. Uh, my rising sign is Leo. My moon sign is Aries. That probably means something that my moon sign is the same as my um, my zodiac sign. But I never relate to when I whenever I do read like an Aries horoscope. It's always Aries descriptions of them are always like they're assertive and demanding and don't get in their way or they'll go off on you like all the stuff that I'm like. I don't connect with those. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure... Okay, this is also actually... is It has a name. I'm sure it has a name. There's this psychological phenomenon of doubling and tripling down on shit. And astrology is really good at it. Hmm. Just the more complicated and complex and arcane the system is, the easier it is to say, 
oh, that's just because you don't understand it. Well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's not that it's not that all of our typifications of Aries are wrong. It's that you need to you need to look deeper into the chart to f- uncover this. The presumption right. is that it's right. Yeah. You just need to figure out why you're wrong. Yeah. 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 Which is easier the, to say someone like me who comes in at not knowing much than people that are like really into it would be like, oh, you just don't understand what Aries really means. Or there's a there's a part of you that. Yeah. Yep. Sun sign Scorpio moon sign i don't know what that is moon in taurus rising that's the other one i don't even know what that is it on here oh venus scorpio scorpio rising people at home that care about astrology there you go you can yeah. analyze us yeah oh wait do you really no okay yeah you, we both don't really relate to our types yeah a lot of like scorpio stuff i think there's always the horny thing. Like everybody's like, "Oh, Scorpios, they're hot in bed." I'm like, mm. "Oh, girl." Like, you, <laughs> I, I mean, if that gets you laid, maybe maybe use it. L- like embracing the daddy thing. Maybe you need to embrace your Scorpio, Mike. Yeah, Scorpio daddy. Scorpio daddy. T-shirt idea. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. What's I? I almost just typed in symptoms of Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> if your dick is erect for more than four hours, you might be a Scorpio, talk to your doctor. If Scorpio is medication is right for you. Uh, Scorpios are strong, enigmatic, independent characters who crackle with an intensity and charisma that makes them unignorable. Mm. For all of that power, though, they often remain unknowable to others because they guard themselves and their private lives fiercely. This <laughs> he said on the proven, podcast. <laughs> yeah, the podcast about him, that, where he's exposed most everything. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna let's get into the Gata. Gata. Yeah, we're gonna start broad Pew research. Great. Pew, uh, pew, pew. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Keep doing that every time. It's fun. Um, in 2009, yeah. 25% of adults said they believe in astrology. Okay. In 2017, yeah. that went up to 30% Great. Uh, of adults say they believe in astrology. So there definitely is... Also, people have, have consistently been less and less religious every year. And yes. you said that your less religious friends are more likely to be into this shit. Yes. Like, is it supplanting... Yeah, there were a lot. Of, I I also read a bunch of like just you know pop kind of culture articles that are about this, and a lot of them were around 2017, 2019, and they mentioned yeah, like people are less religious, which is interesting that this is growing. Then millennials, they talked about us millennials, you know, we always fuck everything up, and it's like, and they're more gay and and believing more in this, so that yeah, there's like weird kind of connection so if, if you feel like you've been here i feel like i've been hearing more about astrology of like in the past several years and that's more like five ten years ago i wouldn't have connected astrology with queerness but that has become very connected to me mm-hmm. and i think that i think that is truly a recent phenomenon do you agree do you th- i have a, a story about that later oh okay i'll tell you later okay okay in 2005, now we'll get into uh, difference in genders. In 2005, there was a Gallup poll that asked people about paranormal beliefs and other like these kind of things. And uh, in the U.S., at least, uh, they separated out the difference between men and women. Sorry, non-binary people. No fucking idea because Gallup didn't know you existed in 2005. In, in the U.S., 23% of men said they believe in astrology. Okay. For women, that was 28%. Oh. That's not a huge difference. I thought the gap would be larger. (laughs) We said about your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Every top is said to me. Um, I agree. I agree. And it's it's not... 
it's about a quarter each. Like it is not the pervasive belief of women or anything. Yeah. So yeah, those numbers I was surprised at. And yeah, especially the, the, the gender gap was not as big as I thought. Well, and the whole thing that we've talked about several times of like uh, a lot of gay stuff is actually feminine stuff that gets like, you know, by the commutative property of misogyny ends up being yeah. what we <laughs> say about yeah. gay people. And that maybe that's not the case here. I think it, I think it still is. So in Canada and the UK, um, the gender gap is larger. Men 70% believe in it versus women 33% believe of it, believe in it in Canada. Okay. In Great Britain, 14% of men believe in it versus 30% of women. So there are larger gender gaps in other countries. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. British guys don't believe anything. <laughs> they barely believe in themselves. <laughs> um, am I British? Okay. Uh, the, uh, the only thing, the only, they asked about several different beliefs, and the only thing that men believed in at a higher percentage than women mm-hmm. uh, was that extraterrestrial beings have visited Earth at some point in the past. Sure. Great. That was the only question where men... <laughs> A stronger belief, which is like, why is that a men? Why is astrology more women and aliens visiting Earth is a man thing? Because uh, science fiction is like white straight bro marketed, and it's so toxic too. Yeah, but like I, I definitely, I definitely think that like sci-fi is created for and marketed to mostly dudes. Yeah, and yeah. I, I guarantee that people that are into sci-fi are more likely to think about and therefore believe in extraterrestrials. Yeah, 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 yeah. In that documentary, Picard. Yeah. Um, Starts Thursday, everybody. Today. Oh, Picard's tonight. Everybody, don't miss it. The, okay. the day of this episode release. <laughs> okay, now let's get into lesbians. Let's get into... Let's... <laughs> they don't like that. With consent. Um, Autostraddle is a lesbian website. I remember even like finding an article on this and was like, Autostraddle, that's funny. That's a we-. And now like come to realize it's like this giant like lesbian website um they did a 2018 lesbian stereotypes survey sure where they got over 12,000 responses um the breakdown even though it's like lesbian women focused 75 percent of those responses were cis lesbians the rest were um trans and queer women and trans and queer people but heavy on the heavy on lesbians. Mm-hmm. Uh, 41% were lesbians. The rest were queer, bi, or pan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And for the question, do you believe in astrology? And the, the way that this is phrased as was the other question in pew pew. Um, do you believe in astrology that the positions of stars and planets can affect people's lives? That is specifically what they're asking about astrology. What percentage said, yes, they believe in it, Mike? 60. 28%. Oh, I'm disappointed now. I'm very happy because for once in our fucking careers, yeah. <laughs> you said what I wanted you to and it was wrong and oh, I got to great, say great, the right thing. Great. I'm so proud of you. Podcast <laughs> over. It finally worked. Where, Mike. where I thought you were going to go before you decided to be mean to me was, <laughs> was, was that it's a stereotype of lesbians that's not true. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that, yes. I'm getting there. I had to be mean to you before we could get to that point. It's the bridge on the road to the actual discussion. Sure. Um, yes. It it is, it's it's not the case that a majority or even like close to half believe in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It well, is and, not and what you'd it's expect. Sort of in line with 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 uh, with with cishet women, right? Yes, like, it's um, and they did the comparison between some of the other like national studies of like the, you know their data versus other data. So you know, obviously comparing two different, but they phrased it in the exact same way of the mm. question to try to eliminate. So anyway, the biggest difference, yeah, it was very close to in terms of people that believed it, it was very close 
in their survey, in the autist straddle lesbian stereotype survey, the, pe- the percentage of people that said, I don't know, is 20%. And mm-hmm. for the other studies, they said 4%. So that was the biggest difference, that there's far more people that say, I don't know. Astrology agnostic? Astrology agnostic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Although I'm sure Sarah Ray will tell me that I, that's not what agnostic means. Yeah. And then 52% of people said, no, they don't believe in it. Mm. Um, and then the headline of the article, the Autostrada article pointed out that 28%, even though 28% believe in it, 50% of their readers look at their charts. Hmm. So hmm. more people look at their charts than believe in it. So they they themselves on their website has an astrology section. So that could play into their readers are more likely maybe to look at their own like auto straddles, horoscopes or something. So, but you yeah. You keep saying straddle and I keep... it's <laughs> and auto straddle means straddle yourself. Yeah, straddle myself. I straddle, straddle myself. myself. I straddle, straddle, straddle myself. Straddle myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, this is very much, this is the, what we, we assume that all lesbians are into astrology. And I think we talk about it louder than, than is true. We blow up this, that there is some truth to it. Some people believe in it and it's important, but we blow it up into this much bigger thing that is, that is not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think I I will, uh, maybe on the Patreon segment, talk a little bit more about fun tidbits about like. What percentage? Oh, the one that I was the, that I will uh, mention here: the um, belief in astrology by sexual orientation. It was about overall twenty eight percent of lesbians, specifically lesbians, said they believed in astrology. The most likely to believe in astrology were thirty eight percent of those who identified as sexually fluid. Oh, believed in astrology. So that was the highest of all the possible orientations. That one was the highest. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what that says. Like you. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to do that. It's hard to say what that says without then stereotyping a big group of people. You know, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway. So that's the truth behind astrology. Huh? End of episode. I mean, it kind (laughs) of does break the, like the assumptions, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, we got one Kyle. We we busted one. I mean, this is one that uh, is like, seems very like, fine. Your face didn't look okay. This is um this is very much one that it seems pretty clear to me that this is a stereotype, this is an assumption, it's not true. It's yeah, it, it's it's very interesting that kind of very like clear cut data, it seems like. Yeah, if we ever tried to do this show like Mythbusters style, that like we so rarely have busted at the end of the Yes, episode. yes, yes. I think this is busted for sure. Great, 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 great. Well, uh, I, I, I did. I mentioned earlier I wanted to talk to you about uh, queer queer astrology movement. Mm. The queer astrology movement. I have a, had a queer astrology movement in the toilet. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. There is there is a queer astrology movement, and they have a queer astrology conference, and that's an annual conference. Uh, it's been around for eh, a while. 2015, the conference has been. Which that okay that kind of is in line with my general understanding of like when this has been like growing in popularity and all that. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And, um, so, so it was, it was, I, I don't know how to fit this in here. (laughs) That's very top to you ever. In 2013, they, uh, a bunch of professional astrologers who were queer 
had a queer astrology conference in San Francisco. And about 120 people came, Damn. and uh, I, it was really interesting. One of the one of the things that was a, a, a talk that they had was this idea that men are from Mars and women are from Venus. But where are non-binary people from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there really is a lot of like gender binary stuff that's built into the bullshit of astrology. Interesting. And um, like, what do we do about that? And yeah. Anyway, you said you had a story. Okay, the men and the the breakdown of men versus women. Okay, this is why you mentioned that earlier. I think so. yes. 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 He said confidently. Uh, I looked through a list of all of the topics that they've ever covered at that conference. Wow! Absolutely, my favorite one is uh, acclaimed astrologer Christopher Renstrom. Just last year, did one called uh, "Does Uranus Make Me Gay?" (laughs) (laughs) But apparently, the position of Uranus on your chart is supposed to in astrological circles influence your sexual orientation interesting i wonder if if anyone's dug into like if it affects whether you're top bottom side whatever let's we should find let us know if you're not mad at us for shitting on (laughs) astrology that would be interesting if you could find it in the stars like what what you were meant to be yeah so some other some other more serious topics that I thought were really interesting, like you mentioned Mercury being in retrograde. There are mm-hmm. these cycles that happen, right? And one of their topics was uh, the Saturn return of AIDS. Hmm. And uh, there was an astrologer who had lost his partner to AIDS and did a star chart for the AIDS epidemic. So he went to the CDC website and found the day that the CDC officially named HIV AIDS, HIV AIDS, called that its birthday, and then did a star chart to help him cope, understand, process his partner's death. I mean, at that time, would it be when they called it GRID or when they called it AIDS? Because they wouldn't have called it HIV. It just says the date the CDC named the virus served as its birthday for this chart. Interesting, okay. There's also another one was Lilith and Adam, the origins of gender, sex, and deviance. And it looked at the mythology of Adam in the Bible and Lilith, which Lilith is an interesting story that um, uh, like is an evil lesbian trope almost, I think. But but, uh, she was kicked out of the Garden of Eden for refusing to have sex and missionary position. Wow. Yeah. Now, it didn't make it into the Bible. I think that's an apocryphal book, but uh, but it's... Because a bunch of white dudes got together and decided what was in the Bible and what was out of the Bible, but they had a lot to choose from. We but. we can't teach women that they don't have to do missionary. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. But the, is that where the fair came from? Is that where Lilith Fair came from? Yes. Damn. Yeah. Women that don't, ain't going to put up is your shit. I love that. Yeah. Angry and, women, angry lesbians that got kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's Alanis Morissette right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, and ecosexuality, liberating the Venus within Pluto. What the? That okay, okay. <laughs> Which was meant to serve as an entryway to awakening the astrological archetypes in a radically intimate cosmology, which recognizes the centrality of relationship to our being. Oh, now I see. None of that made <laughs> any sense whatsoever. But someone out there is fucking loving this. I wonder how. Like, I just, I what I just had on my paper somewhere, like. Gemini season. I had wrote nothing about that, but I was like, at some point, I need to mention Gemini season, and someone's gonna fucking love that. Absolutely. I don't, or, or maybe they'll hate it because they're like, you don't, you have no idea what that is. Uh, you can look up queer astrology. They have a Facebook page. There's queerastrology.com and find all of their events. They're doing a lot of stuff on Zoom. They do uh, plan on returning to in-person get-togethers. Um, 
and uh, it's just it's it's really cool that there is a group that's dedicated to just embracing the queerness of all of this and mm-hmm. and and talking about uh, the, these issues and and using that lens for for queer content. So yeah. I I just I I thought it was really really interesting. This is the the like one of those weird things where I but while I don't personally believe in it, if like it is a thing that exists and people care about. So if given that's the case, I want there to be a queer lens on it. I want someone to question why where are non-binary which planet are non-binary people from like i want people to be doing this so i'm glad i both like i'm both going to make fun of it a little bit here but also i'm really glad that organization exists and is doing that and making sure queer people get represented everywhere yep absolutely and while i'm here i will also talk about legitimately there's a organization slash event planner i don't know i don't know i don't understand okay have you ever been to a city where like there's a place that's not a gay bar, but it has so many gay events, it might as well be a gay yeah. bar. Yeah. Have you ever been to a party that goes to different places and the party has an identity? No, like a beer crawl? Like a, like a circuit party, I guess. Oh. That's like a similar thing, right? Like the venue. It's not about the venue. It's about like, this is the thing. Yeah. Anyway, in Los Angeles, there's a thing called Astrology. A-S-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y. Astrology. It's at gay astrology. <laughs> Um, that's fun but they have they have all kinds of events but one of the things that they do on a monthly basis is they have a themed dance event around whatever the current zodiological sign is so they are having a pisces party on march 3rd uh they just had an aquarius party for february and uh i just the the pictures are are great I also is I don't know if this is true, but just based on the pictures, it looked to me to be a more diverse crowd than just blonde white twinks, which is mm. what I expect out of Los Angeles. It mm. looked actually to be a, a fairly diverse crowd. I, I I just I thought that was really hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Check out Astrology, <laughs> y'all in L.A. and let me know. I had have just been going back through and listening to all the live episodes of My Brother, My Brother and Me, the Ooh. podcast. And in one, someone that's what we should call the episode with my brothers. My brother, my brother, and me. (laughs) That's a really good idea, actually. Um, But one of the questions, or it came up, like someone said that whenever they ask someone sign, whenever someone says their sign, I forget what exactly, but their action was something like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think that's hilarious, and I'm going to start doing. Oh. Yeah, like just do some, like (laughs) pretend like you, yeah, knowing (laughs) response to it. Okay, what I want to get into is what my question is, especially because I don't personally care or understand. I get I get why. I I pulled from articles as I was reading why some of the explanations of why people are into this. Okay. Okay. So, you know, every article says something a little bit different. And and I just pulled the ones that I thought were most interesting to me. Um, So first in New Now Next, uh, Lindsay Faust, who is uh, this is not me. This is the article. Lindsay Faust. A lesbian. Okay. <laughs> that's that's all she was credited known as. Known lesbian. Known <laughs> lesbian. Lindsay Faust, uh, who has no other qualities that are important, at least for this article, I guess, uh, said, quote, it's an assumed common ground. I went to a queer function and was asked my sign within 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So I think there is very much something to this as a lesbian <laughs> said like i think there is something to even though we talked about a a higher percentage of people don't believe than do but it's become so associated especially with lesbians that you probably got to know at least your sign or have a little bit to if you want to make conversation yeah 
Yep, absolutely. It's kind. I mean, it's kind of like Drag Race for the gays. Like, I don't when I when that conversation comes up, I have nothing to add. Or I can be like, "Hey, did you know Jinx Monsoon was on our show?" And like, yeah. that seems important to people. Like, uh, yeah. that's, well, but I don't have anything to add. When it comes to drag queens, when people start throwing around some random ass name and everybody is like smiling and nodding and excited, I, yeah. it must be a drag queen. Like yeah. every time, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of like a kind of punny name that's like you know, yeah. Or straight people will start to will talk to me about drag race sometime, and I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> like, sorry, I have nothing to like. I have to inform them. Um, so I, that's an interesting part of why someone may you know that that 25 percent that doesn't believe but still looks at their charts like maybe that's for conversation in queer spaces or something sure yeah uh S- spaces See spaces us. find us on spaces we everybody. have one of the biggest groups on spaces yeah get in it get on it and then go um it qu- quoted in an article i read was the uk editor of a women's site broadly that's the name of the site, Broadly. <laughs> Get huh. it? Um, UK editor Zing Seng said, quote, my personal belief is that people tend to turn to mysticism, spirituality, and the occult in uncertain times. And I feel that young people, absolutely, ahead, especially, sorry. are living in one of the most uncertain times ever, at least in my living memory. There's an increasing willingness to question the arranged order, break out of predefined social norms, and look for answers elsewhere. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. Like, that totally, totally makes sense. I think that there's some part of, like, human existence wants to believe that everything happens for a reason, that yeah. there's meaning, that there is cause, that there is some system, some structure, some some prime mover. And in the absence of that, we will find it. Yeah. And this is a perfect way to get that kind of warm blanket control structure in your life to make you feel like, the fact that you're a loser makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. I mean, especially like when religion, if we are queer, we are queerer than other generations and we're getting queer because it's more okay. And also religion is the one assaulting us. So we're becoming less religious. It makes sense. Then what else do you turn for? So I think that kind of explains those, all those weird things that I mentioned at the, at the top. Like, Oh, it also explains QAnon Kyle. That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, there, there's a good part about this that is not related to astrology necessarily, but I think it is true that people these days are more willing to given the state of the world, given the state of the U S people are questioning social norms. People are questioning systemic structures that haven't been serving us or have been serving cis white people. Like, the, so I think that's true. And I think then one result, yeah, is I think there's QAnon. I think there's astrology comes out of that. I think there is also, you know, protests and, and Black Lives Matter came out of that people's realization of some of these systemic issues. Like, you know, I think there are a lot of ways that that shows up in society. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Another one in After Ellen, an article by Ariel Susan was, quote, the lesbian appeal to astrology also stems from the experience with lesbian drama. I didn't say that this is, I wouldn't say this, but a lesbian said it. So it's, I think it's fine. <laughs> when we develop complex feelings or break up with our ex for the ninth time, we search for answers from phenomena greater than ourselves and the physical world. Girl, you should not be breaking up with anybody for the ninth time. I'd say right around seven. You're like, <laughs> huh? 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 Yeah, I break up with people once and don't talk to them, so I do not have this issue. Yeah. It, but it's interesting associating like lesbian drama with astrology. I mean, again, it's it is a little bit in these troubled times. Like that. three strikes are out, no pussy's worth that, girl. <laughs> Stop it. 
Stop it. In a article on The Guardian, in an interview, this this writer talked about doing an interview with a young rapper, a man in his early 20s. And he mentioned, I guess I'm a cancer as well. I try to be tough on the outside, but inside I'm soft as shit. Hmm. Which that made me, I, I think, in the article pointed out, I like, I think astrology can be a way for maybe even some men mm-hmm. to be able to discuss things like in the article is like, Oh, we got to a deeper emotional place and could kind of use astrology as the venue to do that, to have that discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Last thing. Uh, also back on the after Ellen article quote, lesbians find solace in astrology in order to avoid loneliness. The process of finding others like yourself astrologically mirrors the experience of discovering that other lesbians exist in the world. Oh, Wait, so like lesbian bars are disappearing because they're all looking at their charts? <laughs> they're so busy <laughs> studying them charts yeah. night after night. Um, it's interesting, like finding someone that cares about astrology can mirror the like the idea of discovering yourself, discovering your a community. Like, I don't know, there's yeah, there's gotta be some, you know, it mentions like best get guess back to the original, like common finding common ground for people, discovering any kind of common ground is in shared interest is is helpful yeah 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 uh on the autostraddle article it it gave some people's direct comments and like people that said they didn't know or or didn't believe in it some people were like yeah like i don't think it's real but if it can just like you said like if you can look at this and make some and you find value you you bring value to it because it makes you reflect on your day or your month or it it makes you pause and think about things or something you can bring value to this so i think that's i think that's a really big part of why some people are into it yeah some people are all in and believe it and whatever and other people i think roll with it because it does something useful that's mindful that's that's thinking through and yeah i don't know how this fits but there's also the like people legit want to understand their relationships through it Hmm. right like i'm a I'm a Sagittarius. Why is my cancer husband driving me so crazy? Mm. Like, and, and there's lots of, lots of that kind of stuff that yeah. people are d- trying to dig into. Yeah. Well, and it, okay. We talked about like, if things don't, as long as it doesn't harm other people, as long as there's like, is there some kind of negative potential for this to be used in like this may, prov- may, show up and I'll just like, Oh, it's our signs rather than having a discussion with your, why your husband is pissing you off. Like, yeah, absolutely. Or does it block you from relationships? Cause you're like, Oh no, you're a, you're a Sagittarius. I, yeah. I don't fuck with Sagittarii. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. There's for sure the downside potential of like, like sometimes it's not that he's a Sagittarius. It's that he's an asshole. Yep. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So stop letting him off the hook because of his sign. Yeah. Yeah. Stand up for yourself. Um, yeah, Leos. I don't. <laughs> we don't know anything. <laughs> I just want to yell at various signs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Capricorn. I just said one. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a good bit. Great. I like that. I like that bit. Uh, um, but yeah, and then and then there's there there is exactly what you said. The the corollary of that also of of like I have to be with a fill in the blank yeah i have to be with a leo yeah and then letting really good potentially awesome people pass you by because they don't fit what you think it has to be because of this 
bullshit. Yeah. And now I'm thinking like uh, on the other side, I saw articles mentioned like some people on like dating apps will put their sign or whatever. And uh, maybe that like then can just spark a conversation. Like maybe that is like a, let's have something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. I turned my phone off because I'm a good podcaster. I was going to check and see if my sign is on my dating profile. Oh, wait, you, you're not, you, it's possible that you put your sign on your profile. Tinder makes it easy, right? Tinder is like, asks you a bunch of questions and like, I, I, if I think I think it asked and I think I put mine on there. Interesting. I wonder if it said what is my sign. I think I'd say I hated that movie. Oh, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd put something dumb like it's none of your goddamn business Tinder. Yeah, or I oh I could say ask me and then try to spark conversation. Ooh, and then when someone asks me, I'd be like, we're not a match. <laughs> It'd just be a venue for me to be mean to people. That's all I have to talk about. Oh. Everybody. Great. Okay. One. So I'm going to talk about uh, Chinese astrology on the Patreon segment. Okay. Which uh, that leaves like all of the white people astrology in the main episode, and mm. we can talk about other kinds of astrology later. So I'll end. Uh, I'll end instead with this hilarious uh, thing I found on Stylecaster.com about queer astrology, and uh, it's uh, which queer icon are you according to your sign? Okay. <laughs> and I won't read all of them, but I will. Focus on ours. Okay. If you had to guess, which queer icon do you think I am, Kyle? This is where, like, I have, I just don't even, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I, I have no fucking idea. Great. Scorpios are Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mysterious and trancing, ever so slightly terrifying. Scorpios are known for their emotional depth and shape shifting abilities. Does that sound like Tilda or what? Yeah. It keeps going, but. Uh, she did say, uh, quote, I'm from the same planet as David Bowie, which that's pretty <laughs> great. That's why they look like siblings, maybe. Oh. Um, but uh, but also, she quite recently started identifying as queer. Oh, no way. In 2021, uh, she, she said it. But then also, she kind of said it in that, because I'm quirky kind of way, but she did specifically mention sexuality as part of her okay. queer identity. But that was just one part of a bunch of stuff that was really just off the mainstream She's very androgynous, which is like, that's kind of her brand. Yeah. I, okay. Normally, I think we've talked before when we, like last Pride, when we talked about the word queer and like culturally queer, it's like, mm, nah, we were both kind of like, eh, eh. Yeah. If Tilda Swinton was like, I'm quirky, I'm calling myself queer, I'd kind of be, and that's the only reason. She's so fucking out there. I might be like, yeah, yeah. you you get that one. You yeah. Get, you can you can go with queer because you're just so fucking weird. Well, also, I wouldn't I wouldn't push back because I find her terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you can that's say whatever true. you want to. Please that's... don't eat my soul. Like <laughs> that's true. Uh, She's like the Bjork of acting. You're like I don't understand your anything, and so that's fine. Uh, Sagittarius's. Sagittarii? Sagittarii. Are Miley Cyrus. Oh, okay. uh, Because of her unapologetic form of self-expression. Sure. And fierce queerness. Capricorn is India Moore. Oh, from Pose. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the most influential people in the world, according to Time Magazine. Damn. Get it, India. But uh, yeah, this says it took a lot of time and struggle for India more to rise to success, but they're here and they ain't going anywhere. Uh, Aquariuses, Aquarius, uh, Aquarii. Yeah, Aquarium. let's do that for every <laughs> sign. Pamela Coleman Smith. I have no idea who that is. We're going to spend some time on this one just because. Uh, a queer gender bending artist and mystic of color, Pamela Coleman Smith was way ahead of her time. Born in 1877, she had a keen eye for the future, as many Aquarians do. Her legacy entails designing and illustrating the classic Rider Waite Smith tarot deck. I 
which is one of the, I have a copy of it. Um, really? Nicknamed Pixie, she was a sprightly, creative, free spirit, typical of Aquarius people. An unconventional rebel, she was an avant-garde bohemian, an activist who reveled in the weird, otherworldly, and esoteric concepts that normal people just don't usually talk about. Mm. Through tarot, Pamela built radical new worlds centered on freedom and creativity. It just, I, I don't, yeah. That's a, that's a wire of value that we didn't mention. Like in a world where the, the kind of freedom of expression, the freedom of pursuing your, what feels right, your interest values, I mean, back to like, especially when it does no harm to anyone, like that's a good thing. I want to encourage that kind of thing. And I think of that more as like, you know, value, like more liberal, socially liberal kind of values as well. But like that you know those kind of core concepts that then lead someone to astrology or to tarot like that yeah i like that i'm with you i'm with you pisces is walter mercado was a uh it's it's what would an article about queer astrology be without one true walter mercado mercado the ultimate pisces was a loving trusting and tender mystic with supernatural abilities and supernatural style just Hmm. an interesting interesting dude now we come all the way back around the zodiological calendar to aries that's me it is you, and this is the end of our friendship. <gasps> Am I Taylor Swift? I got to be, no. Oh. I got to be Tilda Swinton. You got to be Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have the same birthday. Yeah. Like, we have the exact same birthday. I mean, not in years, but in date. Yeah, yeah. Which, if that doesn't prove that, like, that the day of your birth isn't bullshit, I don't know what does. Yeah, yeah. Me and Lil Nas X have gone separate paths in our lives that make it clear that Aries is not does not mean your certain way. Lil Nas X is an Aries, if ever there was one, a trailblazing hellraiser who keeps it real and gives no fucks. Like, Lil Nas, bold and unapologetic is the preferred state of being for those born under Aries. Bold and apologetic. I'm soft and apologetic. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm the yeah, exact yeah. opposite of this. Yep, uh, they aren't afraid to speak their minds. We'll clap back if you have a problem with it. Independence, innovation, and breaking barriers are essential for Aries. And who does it better than our beloved Montero? Yeah, Tra- this is all the shit that always comes up. Yeah, we'll always clap back, unapologetic. We'll always, you know, trailblazing all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm doing Aries wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I'll, I'll I'll finish the rest of them, but not read them. Taurus, uh, y'all. Taurus uh, is Cher. Oh. Um, as the fairy drag mother of gays. Uh, <laughs> Gemini is Prince. Oh. Um, yeah, because they're multidimensional and many-sided beings. Sure. Cancer is Sylvia Rivera oh. uh, because of the way that she takes care of her people. And Leo is Whitney Houston. Leo's walk into a room and everyone notices. And Virgo is Freddie Mercury. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And Libra, Oscar Wilde. Flair and eccentric Aww. and flamboyant. Yay. And that's it. That's all 12. That's beautiful. Yeah. I hope you found your person and that you... Derived meaning from it. I'm real mad about Tilda Swinton. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Um, do you do... want to trade? Yes. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. Tilda Swinton will sit on your face and Lil Nas X will sit oh, on no, mine. No. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> you you want to. We're, we're not fucking these people. We're, oh. we're. They're representing our core. That boy hot. I would rather be a Tilda Swinton because like I would rather just kind of do my own shit and be like out there and weird. Lil Nas X doesn't. But like he's like way more black <laughs> i mean gosh, that's factually accurate yes yep. but i was gonna say like he's way more like with the marketing like he's like he's doing it thoughtfully and purposefully and like oh. she seems like more just like weird artistic like kind of just like how she, she just has a brain in a different world that like uh, that yeah 
right. Which I like that. That's what I want for myself. Did we do it? Um, well, we're going to talk more about our own uh, signs, and I'm going to read what the lesbian website Autostrail <laughs> says about us there. Um, and then you're going to talk about Chinese astrology. So more to do, but that's all you get here, everybody. Great. Great. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. What would a Capricorn do? They would they would fart and die. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are you ready? Yeah. So are we back? We're back. We're back. We taught we had a sit down with our If you want to know what Gage has to do with being a firecock, <laughs> we are <laughs> such a big firecock. Yep. I was going to say, but first, wait, that's we're, not what we do now. We're, we're going to do our gayest straightest. We're going to do our gayest straightest, but first. Okay, okay, I got there. Uh, local gay bar review. Ooh. Yeah, this time I'm talking about the Midnight Sun in San Francisco, California. It is a interesting bar because it's kind of skinny and deep. Um, mm. And, well, okay, now. <laughs> uh, the night that I went there uh, was a karaoke night, and they were having some kind of karaoke competition. Wow. So everyone was very much like, on edge and being real like eyeing like, their competitors yeah and stuff. yeah and then they, they have this stage but it was like a legit stage mm-hmm. like like the so you're up like above everybody singing karaoke some of it was very bad <laughs> i mean real real bad yeah. not the first time that i'd been there i travel to san francisco for work fairly regularly and midnight sun is sort of on my on my rotation on this particular evening four dildos okay what's it what would you give the overall bar uh like other times that i visited not one particular time just overall overall yeah also four dildos okay yeah cool so met met expectations met expectations yeah awesome Absolutely. I did make out there once. Oh. So that was like a four and a half dildo night. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get that extra half dildo. Yeah, exactly. One thing I want to mention is that uh, we are joining to the two bad tourists who were on our last episode about partners. Um, We are going to record for their podcast. So if you are on Patreon, you are hearing this day early. If you are listening to this in the morning. So right when it comes out, you still have time. You can join us on February 15th at 10 a.m. Pacific which is 1 p.m. Eastern. We are chatting with the Two Bad Tourists. Look at our Instagram to find where you can listen live. Um, uh, You can download the app that they use. You can join and listen to us talk to them live. We'll talk more about traveling, about travel stereotypes. They want to ask about sex tourism because we did that recently. We'll talk about um, all that good stuff. So join us then. Or the episode will come out later as queer travel chat. So probably by the time most people hear this, it'll probably be available maybe. Um, but check out, look out for that. Queer Travel Chat is the name of the podcast and we will be on it. With any luck, they will have heard me saying that they could fuck me and we'll do something about it. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just leave for that part. <laughs> uh, somebody texted the hotline today to say that they were pro Mike. <laughs> I mean, there are multiple wrong people in the world. Yeah, so, sure, you know. <laughs> sure. Is uh, it time for a gay straightest? Uh, nope. No. Contact in. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. <laughs> our uh, Instagram, where you can find the details of the live listen, is at gayishpodcast. Or we're also on, you know, Facebook Spaces, Discord, more stuff. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails or just validate me. It's 5855 gayish. That's 585 542 9474. Standard rate supply. Tell me I'm right. And our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Our physical mailing address, Post Office Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Gays and straightest.
I'll yeah. go. Okay, go for it. My gayest, because we are recording on the Sunday of Super Bowl, yes. I have to make it Super Bowl related. Yeah. I found out or realized it was Super Bowl weekend on maybe like Monday, like earlier this week, it was like the Super Bowl. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? So I just, ha- I just had no idea. Yeah. My straightest is I also didn't know Rihanna was performing. Oh, like right. that, that's the part that the gays know about is, you know, which like which gay icon is performing for the Super Bowl halftime show, which we consider the main event. Had no idea there was like an ad that was like Rihanna's back. And I was like, OK, why? And it was like and then I was like, oh, Super Bowl. Oh, like, yeah. So not knowing that is my straightest. Yep. 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 What, uh, what about you? I, I'm going to do that thing where it's okay to order the same thing on the menu as somebody else when you go to lunch. Oh, like, I mean, I think I was just thinking like Super Bowl has to like we have to get a pass on that week. Our gayest is definitely going to be Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, so my take on it, the straightest was uh, when you and I went and we actually we had like beverages as friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't always. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I knew that the Philadelphia Eagles were playing in the Super Bowl. My gayest is no idea what the other team was, except Rihanna was going to be there. <laughs> uh, a listener's gayest and straightest this time comes to us from our Discord server. And uh, uh, Flax, not to be confused with Dr. Flox from Enterprise. I'm stalling because I need to pull it up. Flax from our Discord server says, straightest, changing the windshield wipers in under 20 degree weather with no gloves on. Damn, that's impressive. That's sounds dangerous. The gayest, laughing out loud at the gym after signing up for the Patreon and thinking of how Kyle will say my name. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I hope I fucked it up in enough that you enjoyed it, but not enough to make you mad. That's that's the sweet spot that I got to find every time. That is the sweet spot. Yeah, I know, right? Said every top to you ever. (laughs) No. um, That's it. That's it. This has been Gayish. This has been Gayish. Thank you to all the Virgos. We love you more than ever. Just you. And just you. Well, and and the lesbians. And the lesbians. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Lesbians, queer women, queer non-binary folks that care a lot about this. I hope you learned something. Yeah. No. I also want to thank our Super Gap Bridgers, Andrew Bugby, Christopher M., John Crowley, Stephen Porch, Yo Stoshel, Harry Shaw, Josh Copeland, Jonathan Montanias, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Michael Cummington, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Thomas B., Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Cacciatorians, and Jerome York. We actually love you more than the Virgos. Don't tell the Virgos. They'll get pissed. <laughs> Uh, my chart says we're done uh, from the Chris Cacciatore Studios I'm Mike Johnson I'm Kyle Getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you see you later <sighs> oh, what's going on buddy